Hey, Survivor. Welcome to episode 38 of the Vibrant Survivor podcast. Today, we're going to continue to sharpen your discernment regarding narcissistic enabler behavior. I know how frustrating, hurtful, and invalidating dealing with enablers can be. So I'm going to share five things that narcissistic enablers say or do when you challenge the narcissist behavior so that you can create space for healthy relationships. So if you're ready to dissect and disconnect, grab your notebook and pen and let's dive in. Hey, Survivor. Welcome to the Vibrant Survivor Podcast. Do you want to disconnect from a narcissistic or toxic situation and heal? Are you Googling how to identify a narcissist, narcissistic abuse, and boundaries? Are you feeling stressed and lonely while trying to avoid being sucked back in and lied to again? Hey, I'm Leslie. As a busy wife and mom, I fell for the lies and manipulations of narcissists. I wasted my time, talents, and money on users who kept moving the goalposts. I wanted real relationships and business opportunities and to enjoy life with my family. Instead, I struggled with anxiety, panic attacks, and insomnia, and I couldn't trust my body or anybody until I took a holistic approach to healing. In this podcast, you'll find tips for healthy living, trauma healing, and boundaries so that you'll have the freedom, confidence, and inner peace to respond, not react, after narcissistic abuse. Take a deep breath in, let it out slowly, and just relax this time's for you. Have you signed up to become a Vibrant Survivor Insider? You get exclusive content, holistically healing tips, and the latest news and updates on the Vibrant Survivor delivered to your inbox. Click the link in the show notes to join. I remember calling out narcissistic behavior in a friend group and calling out the enabling too. The deflection, denial, and dismissal had me feeling like I was in an echo chamber. Can you relate? After learning about narcissism and narcissistic abuse, I noticed five things that narcissistic enablers tend to say and do that helped me to disconnect and give myself closure. Number one, she or he has always been nice to me. This is so invalidating. Enablers will often counter your complaint with their positive experience with the narcissist. These folks are often unaware or they're tolerant. And the narcissist, on the other hand, shows and shares things as it suits them. And the narcissist may also be meeting a need that the enabler has on a deeper level. Ultimately, proximity matters here. Number two, oh, it's just personality differences. Now, while that's true, that your personality is very different from the narcissist's personality, Enablers will attribute your beef with the narcissist to your differing personalities. And they may keep things very surfacey, or their logic may be very surfacey, or observations may be very surfacey. And they're often uneducated about narcissism and narcissistic abuse, and or they're not interested or inclined to dig deeper to figure out what's really going on and who and what they're dealing with. Ultimately, this is a very surface level assessment 
that soothes social discomfort that the enabler may be feeling. Number three, are you two still going at it? Enablers will often highlight the conflict or ongoing conflict that you may be experiencing with the narcissist. And they're uncomfortable at the end of the day. They are often conflict avoiders who don't want to have to be put in a position to choose sides, in addition to not wanting to dig deeper into who and what they're really dealing with. So the enabler, in essence, shames you for sticking up for yourself and what's right, while they, the enablers, are being used, abused, but they can't see or won't see it. Number four, the shoulder shrug. Ah, enablers will often shrug their shoulders when you put before them who and what they're dealing with or who and what you both are dealing with. And this could tie into alexithymia where you literally are at a loss for words for what has happened to you or what is currently happening to you especially in abusive situations where there's trauma involved. It's a nonverbal response that's pretty neutral. And it's often a, a default when the enabler doesn't know who or what to believe, and they're not really interested in digging into it. As I mentioned, it keeps things status quo and nothing gets addressed. Number five, changing the subject. Enablers will change the subject very quickly to sidestep any social awkwardness that goes along with you highlighting the narcissist's behavior and calling it out. Enablers don't want to sit with that discomfort. They also don't want to be wrong about someone. They see it, but they don't want to deal with it. Let's recap five things that narcissistic enablers say or do when you challenge the narcissist's behavior. Number one, she or he has always been nice to me. Number two, personality differences. Number three, are you still going at it? Number four, the shoulder shrug. And number five, changing the subject. In some ways, being a narcissistic enabler is far worse than the narcissist's behavior. If this podcast has helped you understand who and what you're dealing with, sharpen your discernment, and move forward on your healing journey, share it with another survivor. Help me help others by leaving a review for the show. And let's connect on social. Take a screenshot, share it in your IG stories, find and tag me at The Vibrant Survivor, and I'll share your post too. I look forward to connecting with you on IG and seeing you back here. You're not alone and you're not crazy. Know who you're dealing with, know who you are. Take care and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye-bye.